It's Saturday of the third week of Lent. Welcome to today's Lentcast. This is Father John Zolsdorf. We continue our spiritual pilgrimage to the Roman stations today by gathering at San Vitale. We were there the other day, so it's familiar to us. But now we head up to Santa Susana. Although Santa Susana was where the station is, but now it's being observed kind of across the street at the beautiful Carmelite church, Santa Maria della Vittoria, which is famous because you find there Bernini's astonishing statue of St. Teresa in ecstasy. Santa Susana seems to have been a relative of Diocletian and was the niece of Pope Gaius. Well, as is typical, the uh, emperor, or at least, you know, a very powerful man in Rome, wanted her to be married off. And as is the case with Roman virgin martyrs, uh, she made a vow of virginity, and so they killed her. Uh, but first they killed her father and her uncle and the pope. And Susanna, was, her head was chopped off in her family home. Santa Susanna the Church may have been one of those house churches we have heard about so often. It was already a place of worship by 330. It was called Santa Susanna already by the 7th century. And it was, like all Roman churches, restored several times over the many centuries of its long life. In the extraordinary form, well, wait a minute, it's not the extraordinary form anymore. The Vetus Ordo of the Roman Rite today, the first reading, is the long account from the Old Testament in Daniel about Susanna, surprised by wicked men while taking her bath. They falsely accuse her of adultery because she did not accede to their nefarious designs. And the gospel, as a parallel, is the tale of the adulteress who is brought before Christ. The story of Susanna in Daniel was very well known to early Roman Christians, and images of the episode are found in the chambers and niches of the catacombs. And it really makes sense that it be so, because, like martyrs, she is calumniated, she prays, and she was saved. Of course, martyrs weren't saved in earthly terms. However, Susanna preferred to be unjustly treated and to be a victim rather than to be rescued in worldly terms. From Toward Easter by Father Patrick Troedek. Today, the Pharisees lead before Jesus a sinful woman who has betrayed the fidelity of marriage. They are trying to trap him. The sin of this adulterous woman is very grave. Jewish law demands her death by lapidation, having stones thrown at her. The Pharisees want to pressure Jesus into condemning her because, in their pride, they do not understand and do not like his teachings on mercy. If our Lord lets the sinful woman go as though innocent, the Pharisees will consider him a profaner of the law, as someone who makes light of the law. But Jesus did not come to judge and to condemn. He came to heal and to save. The time for judgment will come. So he answers them very calmly, He that is without sin among you, let him first cast a stone at her. 
The Pharisees certainly did not expect that answer. They can see very well that this man reads the depth of their hearts, since he is writing their sins on the ground, as certain manuscripts tell us, including St. Jerome. In their shame, they quickly leave, one after another. It is not that our Lord is treating sin lightly, not at all. On the contrary, he hates sin so much that he came to take it on himself. He came to suffer and die to expiate it. But toward the sinner, he has only goodness and mercy, so the sinner might convert. Those are the riches of his sacred heart. He only demands one condition, go and sin no more. Lord Jesus, moved by thy mercy, I come today to express to thee all my gratitude for having so often forgiven my sins. I want to be merciful also, and avoid at all cost falling into the sin of pride, of rash judgment, and of the bitter zeal of the Pharisees. <laughs>